0: All right, everyone, we're back to discuss our disappointing Rangers. Two shutouts in the past three games, and we're the ones getting shut out, not the other way around. Oh, my gosh, man, just so disappointing. I'm so frustrated.
1: Just for some context, we're recording this Friday night after the loss to Boston, so definitely some emotion here. Yeah. (laughs) That's coming coming across.
0: One-nothing loss to, to Boston, and the only goal that was scored was literally just... Placed into the back of the net. It yeah, wasn't that, that goes BS. Hey man, he gave me some points on the fantasy.
1: You have him on fantasy.
0: I'm starting him right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, I I that's one player that I just I, I don't know why I have this like deep hate for him, and like he he's like a nobody too, Richie. And he's not he,
0: like a top six player. He's a bottom six player. No,
1: exactly. But he's just like overweight. Like just look at him. Oh, he just he's just like fat, fat boy. He's a chunky boy.
0: I think um, two BC Productions. They he has him on his on his like Maple Leafs team for NHL for Chel, um, <laughs> and they call him the Baconator. I think <laughs> I, I think it's him. Okay, they, it's Nick Ritchie. They call him the Baconator, probably because he's fat,
1: <laughs> dude. I don't I don't get how. I mean, <laughs> Phil Kessel is like fat, but like Nick Ritchie's like like otherworldly I don't know you look at his neck the thing is like freaking 20 20 inches in diameter
0: he's got some chubby cheeks he
1: scores that crappy goal but I mean okay let's talk about the the, the Boston game first Then, now that we're here um I, to be honest with you I I know I know your thoughts are otherwise but like we're playing against a team that's 10-1 and 2 now Pretty much a Stanley Cup contender, and other than other than the second period, I, can, I I'll give you the second period because we only had five shots on goal. But oh, like
0: the second period, we definitely got outplayed. You're okay, right.
1: but 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 not not too badly, right? And yeah, and like power plays, right? The first period we came out. That was that was a great period of hockey. I think we played really well, up tempo with them. Um, our speed was was matched by theirs. Um, second period we dropped off a little bit. But I I thought we held in there. And look, you look at the time on ice. Lafreniere, 16 minutes, almost 17. Kako, 18 minutes. Like, these guys are getting their Buchnevich 20. Like, these guys are playing, and they're playing well. And they're learning on the fly. But you're going to have losses like this, especially against, like, this is a Stanley Cup contending team. You know what I mean? And, like, I keep going back to the thing, like, look, these are young guys. Kako is still freaking 19 years old. And I know that's excuses. Everyone keeps giving excuses. Look, they're young. Everyone keeps saying, oh, Stamkos only had like seven points in his first 21 games or something like that. Like we get it. There's excuses to be made, but at the same time, like these players should be producing and we should be winning games. But I think you just got to trust the process and, and, The only reason I'm being like this, like, so optimistic about it is because I look on Rangers Twitter and all I see after one loss, you have you get one loss. You could be 10. You could you could win 10 games straight. You have one loss where you lose by one goal. Oh, my God. Fire DQ. Oh, my God. Trade everyone on the roster. All these guys suck. Like, what is going on? I hate this team. Bro, pain all the time. Pain every day. Like, dude, calm down.
0: Yeah, you know what i see it on the, the the comments on the post-game reactions too it's like fire david quinn i'm not <laughs> even reading them anymore it's like no bro i get yes i am mad but i am not that mad i'm not mad to gut the entire team you know no like, what we have is good and you bring up a good point about like you know like uh kako has been playing well like he's even though he's 19 he's still playing well he's playing right good like he's just he's playing well there is no excuses here like i'm not even saying that he's playing bad he's playing well for a 19 year old even though he's not getting goals i mean i want him to produce like you're like i said like you know you said like uh i feel a little different about it i agree with you that that they're still developing i guess i guess so but you know it's kind of hard to tell because they're not scoring any goals. If you get what I mean? No, no. Yeah, I, you bring up a good,
1: a good point with that, too, because you look in the past, you look at the, the guys drafted first overall, like who we got, McDavid, Matthews, like even Laine, even these other guys, everyone drafted first overall, all these offensive guys that were as highly touted or tooted, whatever, whatever the hell you say it, as Lafreniere coming into the season put up points. Like, Matthew scored four goals in his first game, right? Like, like these guys came into the league and they started producing. The one difference I think, and I think we saw it with Kako and we're seeing it with Lafreniere, Lafreniere right now, <laughs> um, is, is I, I, honestly, I think the factor is David Quinn and the way he develops. He, he goes about developing players in the game. I think that he's very, very tough on these kids when they come into the league. Because he, he, like, look, I always say this about Toronto, literally chicken without heads, right? No defensive structure, no structure at all. They let their guys play. They let their guys play hockey. They let them do all these crazy plays. They let them do the Michigan. They let them do all this, right? They Like, if you if you go to any other game, like you go to a college game, you see a kid try the Michigan and get laid out, he's sitting on the bench the whole third period. Like, like coaches don't play around with that. Mm-hmm. And in the NHL when they have these like really talented guys come in they give them some leeway but David Quinn is not giving them any leeway whatsoever he said you're going to play my game or you're going to sit on the bench and and so the Quinn bin was born right and 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 i don't know how it's going to work long term i think that long term these players are going to be very very well rounded players and they're going to be they're going to be really really good players they're not gonna, but,
0: yeah they're not i you make a great point like Lafreniere is not going to be like line A with a Fortnite problem and a back-checking pro- or like Exactly. With, with the, a back-checking problem. He's not going to be some kid with an attitude issue exactly. like Leif exactly. Anderson. They're going to exactly. do it right. And, yes, David Quinn is the right guy for the job. It's just that the results are pissing me off right now. Yeah. So continue.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I was just going to add to that, like, like line A like he goes to a new team Columbus and he mouths off to the assistant coach like like you don't you won't have stuff like that with these players and okay Lane, like after the fact said I know I did something wrong and I should have sat for that third period because he was sat the, the whole third period after he mouthed off to an assistant coach um okay he knows what he did wrong but like that like stuff I'm I'm just trying to say that stuff like that won't happen with these guys they're going to be much more disciplined on the ice as well as off the ice I mean I'm saying that like I think Like, I don't know what's going to happen with these guys. I want to think that they're going to be more well-rounded players when they get older and be phenomenal hockey players. I I mean, I can't say for certain now, but I really do think that he's prepping them to be much bigger than they would ever be without the structure that he's giving them right now. But it's going to take some rough, rough time.
0: Right. Yeah. And just this, you know, we're going neck and neck with these with these Stanley Cup contenders. Like you're so close, why can't you just win while you're just while you're at it? You know what I mean. Like why can't you just if you're so close already, why can't you just win? You no,
1: know? no, I get you. If it's a I one goal,
0: If it's anybody's game, why not just win? I don't care if it's the Stanley Cup winner, if right. It's a, if it's the future Stanley Cup winner. Like why not just get the next goal and <laughs> call it a day? No, I feel you. And the thing
1: is, like that's why I'm so optimistic too. Is like these teams that we're playing literally have a legitimate shot to win the cup. And we're neck and neck. Like it's one goal games. It's not like we're we're not getting blown out. Mm -hmm. So like, I understand there's, there's two sides of the coin. It's extremely frustrating to watch your team put their heart out and literally just like dominate, not, not, not even dominate, just like be on the same level with the teams they're playing and like in there, every single shift on the boards, like grinding it down in the battles and then they lose a one goal game it's heartbreaking it literally sucks but i guess i'm just looking at more bigger picture and i'm like in the grand scheme of things it doesn't matter but losing does take a toll on a team too i definitely know that for certain like i i've been on a lot of losing teams in my career and every single loss
0: literally sucks it's like go ahead yeah go ahead no just look at just look at what what it's already done to the team with D'Angelo. Yeah, like, exactly. And that was even earlier on. We're, what, like five games since then? Four or five games since then? And
1: mm-hmm.
0: still losing <laughs> frustratingly, too. I mean, you play well enough to win, and you don't win. And it's just – it's really annoying. Like, this yeah. is why I always make the – I keep making the comparison to the Mets because the Mets always have had this tendency since – I've started watching them to play well enough to win and then just immediately blow up or at the end of the game. And, you know, that's it. And then you got to suck it up and then move on to the next game. And then they just do it all over again. <laughs> and this is what's happening so far this season with the Rangers. I don't know if I could take this anymore. It's just really difficult. And I know it's probably better for them in the long run. It's just really frustrating as a fan. It Maybe is. You get back and we could tell them to start shooting the puck. <laughs> <laughs> that'll That'll help you out. <laughs> what do you need to do? I see Kako like on the power play when he's on the boards, he'll throw the just the puck on the net and like out of nowhere, and it'll it'll it seems it catches everyone off guard. It mm-hmm. catches me off guard. <laughs> like he did this, he did it tonight. Uh, like it got, I think it got on goal, or if not, it, it came close to, to the blue to the to the crease where someone could have made a play or the defenseman had to make a reaction to it. know what I mean like it got through
1: yeah he's yeah he's he's playing really well and yeah I don't know I don't know if fans in the building yelling shoot (laughs) I mean you can think it'll help hopefully it will (laughs) we'll see the Rangers always had a problem with that they're always trying to make the perfect play the perfect most beautiful tic-tac-toe play and they just won't shoot the puck I mean I think if you're a fan of any team, you're going to look at your team and and you're going to think the same thing. Um, But, yeah, that kind of segues into uh, the main topic of this episode. ¿Dónde está Mika? I don't know. No sé. (laughs) We're fluent in Spanish now. (laughs)
0: In Spanish. We're
1: actually turning this into a Spanish-speaking podcast, so yeah. uh just buckle up, everyone.
0: <laughs> Get your Spanish to English dictionary out. <laughs> yeah, Nika is a wall right now. You, you can't buy a goal right now.
1: Hey, at least he won rock paper scissors, or as as Sam liked to say, rock scissors paper.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Sam Rosen literally said rock, scissors. rock, it's scissors, not- paper. <laughs>
0: Excuse me, that's rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. Oh my yeah, I don't know what, what's going on. Like
1: and he wins the he wins it. He, he wins it with rock right
0: there. There. <laughs> Joe <Micheletti. laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Um Zabana I don't know what's his deal. I don't know.
1: So in the beginning of his snide, he, he wasn't playing well at all. I was, I was watching him. He was literally, I ta- I think I talked about this last week. He was literally looked like a chicken without a head in the defensive zone, had no clue like where his assignments were. He looked lost to me, at least. Um, he's looked much better. I think he he's, he's playing really well defensive hockey. He's, Having a lot of offensive chances. I mean, the the first game against Boston in the the back to back games against them, he had like four or five shots on goal, and they were quality chances, all of them. Like he had a breakaway.
0: Yeah, like um, that 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 chance he had on Rask, the two on one, that definitely should have been a goal. It's just yes, yes, super- that one too. Yeah, Rask went superhuman on that one. I don't know how he stopped that puck. Honestly, I still don't. But. I
1: mean, sometimes it just comes down to like not being able to put the puck in the net. And you see that with so many players at all times, like literally every single player in the whole history of time. I don't care if you're Wayne Gretzky, like you're going to there's going to be some times when you get in rough patches and you can't just you just can't put the puck in the net no matter what you do. And all it takes is one lucky bounce and you're back to form. You know what I mean? Um, Unfortunately, he hasn't gotten that bounce
0: the Rangers are desperately in need of a game where like all their guys just break out or whatever. And it's like a five, nothing win, you know, like how the Islanders, like that Islanders game. Yeah. After the, after the, after they got shut out, like they need one of those so that, that they come back the next game with more confidence and, you know, they start scoring more goals and then they get on a roll. Like you can't have a game where it's like a one, nothing victory because you know, you get one goal. And you think you're gonna you're gonna keep doing it like that? You're still you're gonna win by just scoring one goal, like against these guys, not gonna happen. I think
1: I think this year especially if you go on a roll, you're like if you go on a decent roll, you win like seven, six, seven games straight, you're you're making the playoffs, honestly. And I think it's harder this year to do that just because of the back to back games you're playing. Like, you're playing the same teams over and over again. I think it's so, so tough mentally and actually physically winning these games back-to-back against these teams. It's th- – like, you even saw it in the first two games we played against the Islanders. Like, the Islanders beat us 5 nothing. They should have came out the next game and, like, demolished us again. But, like, if you if you play a team back-to-back and you lost 5 nothing the day before, you're – like, you go out there with another, like – Mentality. I don't know. Like you come out like fiercer, like you're like this team just like pummeled me yesterday. Like I'm not letting this happen again. If we had
0: bad loss, then we're gonna come out even stronger. Right. right. Exactly.
1: So so sometimes I think, especially this season with like the whole mental game with like the back to backs and playing the same team over again, it's really, really tough to string together a lot of wins. And um you even see that in the playoffs. Like, how many times do people sweep each other? It doesn't happen too often.
0: Yeah, you always see you will most of the time you'll see like a team get one or two games in. Right.
1: Right. Even teams that are totally mismatched.
0: Right, right. Just one one or two. Right. So I, a, a lucky game or, or one game win or whatever.
1: Right. I mean, at the same time I'm saying that and then I see Boston's record of 10-1 and 2.
0: Yeah, <laughs> They've got points in like, I don't know, 10 straight or something <laughs> like that.
1: What
0: yeah. 9-0-1 yeah. in their last uh uh, 10 or 11 games or something like that and and it, to be
1: honest with you like you look at their squad and like it's it
0: doesn't it. it's it's it, it honestly is eh right mm-hmm. it's just the first line and rask yeah i mean the defense it, is okay i
1: guess yeah they've been playing well together as a unit i think um that kid lauzon whatever his name is he i think he's terrible
0: yeah
1: the kid that fought uh who did he fight he fought uh no nah, not boot oh did he fight Booch? yeah yeah yeah. it was that one it was that one
0: ever fought lemieux got destroyed frederick
1: yeah frederick frederick yeah,
0: dude the crap out of him
1: that was the kid that was chirping uh suban what he
0: chirped suban
1: yeah 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 so the they came out it was like all over the place on the internet he was like like this like
0: blast him into the boards
1: yes yo yo so okay so he was the one that got like literally like superman punched by Subon. if you if you saw that play okay so he was chirping him the whole game and he was like oh like why don't you post another workout video Subon? like post another one on your instagram bro i love those things like he was like making fun of him and Subban was like, "Oh yeah, keep talking, bro. Keep talking, bro. I'm gonna sucker punch you." And literally later, later on that game, Suban got like a five minute major for literally just like slew footing the crap out of this guy. It was so funny.
0: <laughs> I expect I'm expecting like Suban to like fucking, you know, oh, excuse me, <laughs> whatever, uh, to to blast uh, Frederick into the into the boards. Like you know, have you ever seen the hit he put on Marshawn? I haven't. No, I I mean I've probably seen it before. I don't remember. When he was on the Canadians. Oh,
1: okay, okay, okay. He
0: he hit him into the boards, and no, not into the boards. He went. He hit him with his back, and he laid him out like out cold.
1: (laughs) Good. I like to see it.
0: Best hit I've ever seen. I like to see
1: more of that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's honestly like such a pig. Literally, like, such a pick. And and to be honest with you, I don't want to give him too much time a day because he probably thrives off people crapping on him. Yeah. Because that's just no. the type of person that he is. But he – you know, people always say that, like, oh, you know, you, like, hate to hate to play against this player, but you'd love to play with him. And, like, I think he's literally the epitome of that player. But, like, I think I would still hate him if I played with him, honestly. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> in other word, in other news, uh Julian Gauthier got his first goal this week. His first NHL goal. Shocker!
1: Congrats! Priority congrats! did
0: know that he hadn't hadn't scored a goal yet. And, I didn't. I, I didn't know that it, was his first NHL goal. I was of games. I think I feel like thirty games, maybe. Okay. No, but I know he had. He was around like twenty or so games when he joined the Rangers last year, and then he played a bunch down the stretch after we traded uh, for him, traded Joey Keene for him. And, you know, that first goal, it was a nice goal and good for him because he's been playing really, really well. I like what I'm seeing from him.
1: Yeah. I i thought Sam Rosen made a, made another miscue when he said first the NHL goal. <laughs> but I made the miscue on that one. So,
0: um,
1: yeah he he's 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 playing well and and uh valaket said it today he was doing his like analytics talk but but he was he was talking about how um a lot of guys that have a lot of guys on the rangers that have gotten chances in the top six lineup and haven't been able to keep those spots because of like you need to play a different way when you're playing with those top guys right Mm -hmm. like you can't these the all the all the every single person on our roster is extremely talented and they've succeeded at every level of hockey they played look Gautier had a 40 goal season in juniors right like these guys are all talented but when you come to the NHL everyone's a goal scorer literally everyone so you you can't play the same way that you've been playing all these years and you got to change your game sometimes like if you're a literal all-star like okay fine you could do whatever the heck you want but like it, yeah, a, yeah like a lot of these guys need to make some tweaks to their game and the reason why Gautier has been so successful is because he's making those tweaks like he, he he's playing really physical and I don't think he's ever had to play physical in his life but he's using his body he's a big body he's using his body he's driving the net hard twice
0: in like two- yeah yeah in this game you, you drew a penalty Right, and then the first time he had a really good scoring chance.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how you got to play. What, like, literally, like those are the players we want—players that are are that can fit in the lineup with with what they're needed to do. You know what I mean? Like, it, when when the bell calls, you got to answer. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what he's doing, and he's he's getting rewarded for it.
0: That what he's doing right now is certainly something different—changing it up, changing the script. Uh, yeah, just. I I love what I saw what I'm seeing from him in that first period the the move to the outside to to get to the net like that's good that's that's just unbelievable great everything I'm seeing right now I'm so happy with I think I hope hopefully he could turn into into uh like 15 goal scorer I don't know be nice
1: right I mean yeah I mean to be honest with you I I don't know where any of these players like their ceiling is I feel like their ceiling is so high some of them are going to get there some of them aren't but I, I I don't know.
0: Yeah, with Goche using his body, it's a, it's just a good thing. Just like Rick Nash, like mm-hmm. Craig does it. Like they take advantage of it. And then Kako is also was getting physical in tonight's game too. And I, I like to see that because you know he's about to he's moving out of his teens now. I think his birthday soon. Um, he's only got a couple more games in his teens maybe. And now he's got to start to well, like a man. I <laughs> mean, yes, sir. I'm not saying that he hasn't been. He did it for uh, the majority of his of his career before uh, getting drafted in with uh, with the finish in the Finnish league with TPS. Like he was playing against men, and he was dominating there. So you know, you got to make those changes and stuff. Um, but the last thing we want to talk about is the Panarin injury, and yeah. we, we saw tonight how much of an impact he makes. We yes. obviously all Ranger fans know how good an Aaron is all people, all, all NHL fans know how good to is. He's amazing. And you take that away from the Rangers and what are they?
1: <laughs> A big fat thumbs down. No, <laughs> the first five minutes of our Instagram live was just Joey with the thumbs down because yep. <laughs> if you could see us right now, you would know, but, um, No, Panarin is literally other, he's otherworldly because he's literally, no, he's, he's literally a superstar. Like he's right up there with, with the best players in the NHL. And the reason why I think he's like an actual superstar is because he doesn't act like one. You know what I mean? Like, like Panarin means business. Yeah like he gets it, he gets to the rink he means business bro like he's not he's not over here like wearing fancy fits like Matthews and Marner and all these snowflakes he comes he comes to the rink like he he means business bro and and he plays he plays extremely well structured hockey he is an amazing defensive winger amazing
0: yeah. yeah he might be a future selfie selfie candidate and I
1: mean I think I think that, everyone
0: that is quite one underrated trophy like award in the NHL, if, you know, like Pavel Datsuk and Jonathan Tays, Kessler and his, when he was good on the, on the Canucks, like those are guys that I respect. you a hundred percent. Oh, like you're, you're playing defense, back-checking hard. I respect you,
1: bro. It t- for, for a winger to even be in that conversation is actually retarded. Like that's crazy for a winger to be in that, in that conversation. Like mm-hmm. it means he's an amazing defensive player.
0: Mark Stone is like a magician with.
1: Yes, he is as well. Yeah, he is as well. Like,
0: there's there- something about that that I just love to see. It's great
1: because there's there's literally so many subtleties that like normal fans can't pick up on. It like Panarin is so good with his stick. Yeah, so good. Like, there's so much that goes into it. Look, like you get up to the point, right? Let's say, let's say the defenseman's got the puck on the point, and Panarin's coming up to defend him, right? if he sees if he sees an open open his his defender his partner open on the other side of the ice on the other side of the blue line he's gonna put his stick in that lane and force that defender to the wall like small things like that like
0: so that he so that the defenseman gets an open lane to get to receive so the puck.
1: so that so that the defenseman can't do what he wants because right. that defenseman what he's looking to do you get the puck on the point i'm looking am i making a pass am i am i opening up taking a shot like panarin is forcing that player to do what he doesn't want to do and most of the times it's it's forcing that player to the wall and i'm i'm kind of like not saying this well but it's stick position is so so important and he does it so well i see him in the defensive zone sometimes and and he works too it's not only like his stick positioning too he he gets in those battles he he works hard and I think he's an extremely good example for these younger guys. I yeah. think he's, he's the perfect superstar. You would want a developing team, a, the perfect fit. I think.
0: He's an amazing four checker and, and a great back checker and stuff. And the four check is very important because a lot of these teams have tight defensive structures and the dump and chase is extremely important. A lot of people don't like it, but sometimes you got to do it. And I mean, I'm, I'm, kind of don't like it but when it works i do like it because it sets you up for uh, offensive zone chances even if it's just like a point shot with a with a with a little rebound it's yeah and just the little things that matter
1: dude some people like dumping dump ins are a lot more strategic than people might think
0: right like you got to get, get everybody in though like tonight the rangers weren't doing it towards the end of the game they dumped the puck in and there's Four Bruins and one Ranger, <laughs> and you expect you expect to score a goal out of that.
1: Yeah, I mean sometimes sometimes you just got to dump the puck in. You want to get off the ice, you know what I mean? But um,
0: that's true, yes. But there's guys that are like coming from the neutral. I saw there's people coming from the neutral.
1: <laughs> they weren't getting off the, the ice. Good. They were just ozone. They, the they, they were just lazy Not
0: towards the bench. And I'm like, wait a minute, skate your ass, like go. go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, he's gonna be missed. But to be honest, I don't think he's gonna be out too long. Um, I hope he, not. What it looked like is he kind of got angled off the boards. Um, he had the puck. He got angled off. Like, do you remember? Do you remember when Stamkos came back for the uh, the Stanley Cup final game?
0: Yeah, for the finals, and he scored. Yeah, the goal.
1: he scored the goal. Do you remember that play on the boards where he kind of like got hit on his one leg by the defenseman, and then kind of like kept going and then scored?
0: I don't remember. I remember when he scored the goal. Yeah.
1: Right. So it was it was on that play, like right before that, the defenseman kind of angled him off and like hit his one leg and um off and on him. And, and Stamkos didn't play one shift after that because, and he, he talked about it after. He was like, when he hit me there, like, I felt like my whole abdomen just, like, ripped back apart because he had surgery on his abdomen. Oh. And he was, like, right when I got hit there, it just did not feel right at all. And that's kind of what it looked like What when, when Panarin got, like, angled off to the boards. If I'm remembering this correctly, I might be, like, totally off.
0: It was like <laughs> me though. So. Lower body injury. Wow.
1: Yeah. They're not going to say anything more than that. But So that happened, and then he kind of skated down the ice, like, gingerly. And then he, like, went to, like, lunge for a puck. And he just, like, he got off the ice right away. And then he was kind of, like, testing testing himself after the fact. And, dude, watching – I had to watch that game on NBC. Did you watch it on NBC? I watched
0: it on NBC, yes. Okay.
1: I Yeah. And literally, like, Pierre would not shut up about it. Literally would not shut up about it. Just every five seconds, like, oh, let's check in back on Pierre. Like, it, he's still sitting on the bench, bro. <laughs> like, nothing else is happening. Like, why? Why?
0: Yeah, it- I'm just gonna like just roast Pierre Maguire. Like, <laughs> no, he's losing it, man. I, I used to like him, but now he's losing it. Like, when like, did you
1: ever used to like him?
0: I thought he was funny. I mean, like, he was just so awkward. It was just so fun. <laughs> you know I mean? All right, fair. Okay, fair. Like the the one shot on the the Wednesday night game, it hit the crossbar and went straight down. And no, at no point did it ever cross the line. No point did it ever cross the line. And from the beginning, Pierre's like, oh yeah, that's clearly over the line. That's it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Kenny? And Kenny's, Kenny like took a pause and he's like, yeah, I guess so. And I'm just like, yeah, you don't really think that. You're bro, just, that just so you don't.
1: Bro, wait. Okay. So it was that goal. And what was the, what was the other goal before that? That was
0: disallowed. Oh, oh, that was about to be disallowed. The, the high, high sticking. Yes. Yeah. So, it, it went off of Lemieux's stick. But because it didn't go straight into the net after the deflection, it was the the it couldn't get overturned. No, so look, look. Do it. So so it, it, okay, wait. Let me let me hit that first.
1: In that case, like even if it didn't go in the net, like let's say let's say the hit it with a high stick and then his teammate touched the puck. That's still a high stick. That that play should be blown dead. It no should matter what.
0: You can't. It's not reviewable.
1: No, but the reason why it was a goal is because it hit a a Boston player's leg before Rooney touched it in between Lemieux and Rooney. That's why it was a good goal, because otherwise it would have been high sticking. But I was going to say on that play and and then the one after that with the with the with the bar down goal that wasn't actually a goal by DeBrusque. Literally, they they were looking at the different angles, and Pierre was like, "Wait, from that angle, it looks like it looks like a oh, stick. Wait, wait, no, wait, but from this angle, it doesn't. Like, what is going on? Yeah, it's like they, an optical illusion. That's what they said. Yes, <laughs> yes. He was like, "It's like an optical illusion out here." And then he did it again with the second one. He was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. From that angle, it looks like a goal, but wow. from that one, it
0: doesn't look like it crosses at all." From that angle, it looked like that, that stick looked above the crossbar. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dude, that stick was like three feet above the crossbar. I don't that know was, what the hell he was looking was 100% at. 100% no cap over the crossbar. Yeah. And that's coming from Rangers. Yes, I know. There I was, was no I way know. that Lemieux's stick was below the crossbar. <laughs> that was above the crossbar. And – It did touch touch a Boston player.
1: Yeah, it touched his leg, and then Rooney hit it in. Supposedly,
0: oh, if it didn't touch, if it didn't touch the leg, and then Rooney just smacked it in, it would have been a goal. It would have been that would have been that would have not been a goal. But Uh, I don't know if that's. I thought the should be ruled dead just from the touch of Lemieux, like no,
1: no. So so if Lemieux touches it high stick, and then a Boston player gets it, it's it's fine. It's not a high stick. Kind of like
0: a delayed offside, I guess.
1: It's kind of like it's kind of like a hand pass too. Like oh, if I yeah, yeah, yeah. if I hit the puck in my hand and a Boston player touches it, it's it's not going to be a, a a hand pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was like hilarious. I was saying that from the beginning. I was like, this ain't a goal. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that was so high.
0: That's the. Those are the kinds of goals the Rangers need to get, though. Like, <laughs> they have all these glorious opportunities, and then and then they can't capitalize on it. Sometimes you just need a Get a dirty goal, just like the Bruins did tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean, they cost they they they're the same price as the, the the beautiful goals. So
0: goal is a goal. Still one
1: nothing on the scoreboard.
0: It's just like in baseball; you can't hit a five-run home run. You can only hit a, a grand slam. Like you can't <laughs> yeah. get, you can't get two goals in one. As much as you want to, as much as you want to get that sick, you know, one timer where your knee touches the ice and then you do the scooping sally or whatever. <laughs> uh, Wait.
1: You, you brought up the Mets before. Aren't they going to be good this year? Didn't they, like, make OD trades?
0: I'm not saying anything for the <laughs> but everyone's predicting them to win the National League East, and they're burying the Braves, and I don't think that's right. I think the Braves are a really good team. I'm just going to put this on the record. Yeah, the Braves are a really good team. Uh, again, I'm saying this just so it doesn't come back to bite me in the ass. I'm just brave. Yeah, they're a good team, and the Mets are going to have their – we're cut out for them
1: i got i got into baseball a little bit this year i was watching the yankees a lot on their like on their uh their games against tampa Mm, those are pretty fun to watch but other than that i haven't watched i've never really watched too much baseball but
0: baseball the beginning and the end is fun
1: i i enjoyed watching those games honestly like people say they're boring as hell but like once you like know what's going on and you get into it like I think it, it, it's fun to watch, I think.
0: Is, is the game's starting to move a lot faster. Mm-hmm. I remember when the games used to take like three hours. Now they're taking like two hours, 45 minutes-ish, something okay. like that. Yeah, did it, did, it, did it? Every little bit counts.
1: Did they put um, a restriction on how much time there can be between pitches?
0: Um, I, 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 I heard them testing it. I think they might have tested it this year. Okay. Um, they, they did a, a rule where it's like there's only like six mound visits per game like between uh, the catcher okay. and the coach. Okay. So, And a lot of teams just didn't use that. They No one went over it. <laughs> and most they would do it two times in a game, I think. Gotcha. Two, three times. And it I guess it sped up the game. You know what they should do? Back in the day, they used to have these uh, bullpen cards, like these golf cards where you take the relief pitchers that are all the way out into the outfield behind the wall. um, And they, they get in the the golf cart and they drive to the mound instead of run to the mound. Is it?
1: (laughs) Dude, what is that like 30 seconds?
0: (laughs) Take out the commercial breaks then. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Every time there's a pitching change. Oh, they also did like the three batter minimum. Like anytime you bring in a relief pitcher, you got to, we're talking baseball now. (laughs) Anytime you, (laughs) Anytime you bring in a relief pitcher, they got to face three batters before uh, before they come out. Yeah. Commercial. yeah. Oh,
1: I, I did. I, I do know that really. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Now now everyone's starting to do like the thing where they do like the commercial, but they do the picture in picture where they, they shrink. Right, TV. they do both. Yeah. They, like, they do it on hockey. They do it on uh, for the Rangers. Wow. I like that. I like that.
1: Uh, I, that's why. That's why I like watching soccer sometimes because there's no commercials
0: of right the halftime right, right, right. it's just 45 minutes yeah like straight through no commercials yeah. and then halftime and then another 45 or so minutes and then that's it it's yeah, yeah.
1: no I, I, that's what i that's why i like watching soccer but i don't think uh like tv timeouts in hockey is like too bad no, no. it's not bad at all get
0: like, upset when it happens just because if the pacing is really good in the game then it's just like yeah uh, yeah. yeah oh, don't go to break. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, that was our little tangent for the episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, went a little off tangent. We turned into a baseball <laughs> sports podcast. <laughs> but I don't know. Rangers play the Devils next. Uh, if it's not
1: postponed with their nineteen COVID yeah. patients,
0: <laughs> the Devils haven't played in. Quite a long time, a few weeks now. Last game they played was January thirty first, I believe. Yeah. Was yeah. That bar- was my birthday. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, that, was the, that was the day D'Angelo died. Um, <laughs> um so we'll see how the Rangers show up to play. If I'm they,
1: expecting a battering.
0: You're by by the Devils, right? By the
1: Rangers. By the Rangers, by the Rangers. Yeah. Mark my words.
0: I'm expecting the other shoe to drop, and I'm expecting <laughs> the Rangers to get <laughs> water five nothing um, but above all else uh, everyone have a good week and don't get too sad if the rangers lose till next time thanks everyone for tuning in stay tuned for more new york rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our instagram at the boysandblue94 see you all next time you don't have to go home but you can't stay No!